Hey there, we have a special call for you today. One of our top coaches, Jenny Stoner, was recently interviewed on a podcast on how to beat the stresses of the mortgage business. Enjoy. Welcome to Lending Forward, a podcast where we're lending every bit of what we know to our listeners. From real conversations and lessons learned deep within the industry to education and forward thinking. Together, we're Lending Forward. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our channels and connect with us on www.AtlanticBay.com. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, LLC, NMLS number 72043, NMLSConsumerAccess.org is an equal opportunity lender. Located at 600 Lynn Haven Parkway, Suite 203, Virginia Beach, Virginia 23452. Welcome to another episode of Lending Forward. I'm your host, Taylor Ellard, and joining me today is Jenny Stoner. So welcome. Hi, thanks, Taylor. Well, thank you for coming on. So a little bit about you. You have been in the mortgage industry for 20 some odd years you spent in the mortgage industry, in the weeds, right? So tell us a little bit about that and how it placed you for the success of becoming a coach. Yeah. So I started in the mortgage business in 1997. That's back when we did things on paper. (laughs) (laughs) And I was in the mortgage business with the exception of a couple of years for 22 years. So in different capacities, I started out in operations, processing, processing manager, and then the end of my career, last half of my mortgage career was in origination. So I'm sure you've learned a heck of a lot over that time. And we were talking earlier and you know so many folks here at Atlantic Bay. Yes, I do. Yeah, through passing and the years, obviously. But so tell us how being in the thick of it for so long and truly understanding, we're talking a lot of pain points today and how we, one, recognize them. But two, really try and figure out a track that you can overcome those pain points and obstacles. So what is it that's kind of led you to the coaching side? Yeah. So for of the 22 years I was in the mortgage business, I feel like I did it wrong for like 17 of those years. (laughs) I had a history in my mortgage business of a lot of stops and starts. Like truthfully for me, I loved getting business in the door. That was always really fun. But I would allow the stress having to fill that business with excellence to take me down. And so I just had years of cycles of stops and starts. Looking back now, I know I just self-sabotaged myself a lot, but I really thought, Taylor, that stress was just an occupational hazard of our industry. I did. I didn't know any differently. I didn't know any better. When I sought out coaching for myself as a client, and found that in the the coaching community I work for now, everything changed for me. Like they taught me that it's not an occupational hazard. You can have a life and a business you love. And it began to shift things and allow me to see things in a way that I'd never been exposed to before. I never even knew was possible before. And out of that, I was able to, to really create a business that gave me margin to do the things I love with the people I love. So before I retired from mortgage production in 2019, I was working 10 to 4, Monday through Thursday. Our team was like a well-oiled machine. I might give in on Friday sometimes, but I, I loved, I love not only my job again, but I love my life again. And so that passion for teaching other people how to build that just 
superseded my desire to do loans anymore. And that's what landed me in this seat. So I've been coached for about three years now, and it's been one of the most rewarding career paths I've ever taken. You told me that story of stress literally taking you to the emergency room. And I think it's one of those things that you put a lot of pressure on yourself as a mortgage banker, as a processor, as an underwriter. It's not like counseling, but it is at the same time because you are trying to help folks to get into their homes and you're getting all of their background and you're dealing with a lot of emotion. And so beside stressing yourself out because of how are you kind of coaching? Because it, it, it does resonate with people. That, that message of, hey, look, we're really stressed out. Not to mention the refi boom that just happened and, and we're stressed out because loans are falling out of the sky. This is wonderful, wonderful. And now it's like, I've got a lot of pressure on myself to be able to produce in this weird industry and climate that we're in right now. How would you coach someone to deal with that stress? And I know you do that every day. So tell me what you're hearing and how it is that you're solving the problem. Yeah. So it's fascinating, right? The same industry, I would coach the same way around the stress. It's just a different kind of stress. So 2020, 2021, our clients were just trying to keep their head above water, right? They were just trying to call everybody back. That was that was calling them. And, and that produced a certain kind of stress. Now we've shifted to a more normal market. And I use those words intentionally because I don't believe there's ever a bad market in our right. business. Right. I believe there's what we went through for the last two years, and then there's a normal market. <laughs> and what we're seeing now is we're just shifting to normal. And that brings on a whole different kind of stress, but it's still stress. And it still is our choice about whether we allow that stress to affect us or not. As I said before, I didn't really know that that was a choice before. One of the things that I always tell my clients, it go, I think it goes down to two things. Handling the stress is learning. One, you are in control of the way that you feel. No thing, no circumstance, no loan, no interest rate, no crazy teenager, nothing <laughs> can affect how you feel unless you allow it. When you take that ownership and that responsibility, it changes everything because it gives you the power back. And so one of the things I do is teach our clients the tools to control the way they feel and to show up in their work and in their life, frankly, in a way that shows intention and that's not reactive to what's happening around them. You do not have to panic if an appraisal comes in low. You do not have to take on the emotions that your referral partners and your clients are experiencing right now. You don't have to take that on. You can still care for them. You can still exhibit empathy. You can still lead really well without shouldering all of that. So that's the first thing. The other thing that was transformational for me personally, and that I remind my clients constantly now is knowing the difference between serving people and pleasing people. Knowing the difference between serving people and pleasing people. So let me like explain that. Let me unpack that for you. As a mortgage professional, pleasing people is, it's a Saturday. You've told your kids you're going to be at their soccer game and you're going to watch them. And your referral partner texts you and says, I've got a client. They want to go out to look right now. Can you talk to them and give them a pre-approval? Pleasing is saying, yeah, hang on just a minute. You leave what you committed to being present for. You go to your car, you find a sticky note, you call the client, you take a pseudo application, not a really good one, on the sticky note in your car. You try to run some numbers real quick based on what they told you and you send them over a quick pre-approval. That's pleasing. Serving them is, you know what? 
I'm actually at my son's soccer game right now. So if I gave you a pre-approval right now, it probably wouldn't be a solid one. I never want to put you in that position. Here's a link to my calendar. But the first time I have available, and let's get on the phone so I can give you my full attention. So I can make sure that we're setting you up for success with a really powerful pre-approval to make a strong offer. That's serving. And when you learn the difference between those two things, your stress level drops because you no longer have to, you live in resentment when you're trying to please people all the time, right? Then you're mad. I can't believe that agent called me on Saturday, right? But you, you've never given them any boundaries or groundwork for where you do serve powerfully from. Those two things, learning that you're in control of how you feel and mastering the difference between serving and pleasing for me are the two biggest things in keeping those stress levels down. And then having a process that you work every time, every client, your team knows it, you know it, it flows so that you can work smarter and not harder. That keeps the overwhelm from sending the brain into overload. Right. And so those are the, the key components, I think, that kind of keep those stressors down. But I didn't know those. And I lived reacting for so many years. Like for so many years, <laughs> I lived just reacting to oh my gosh, they call me. I got to call me right back. I got to call them right back. And that sense of panic is what sent me to the ER. There's two listeners on this. There's the ones that are like, I got to do it because they're going to go somewhere else. And then there's Mm -hmm. the other side of it that says, no, then they weren't, it wasn't the right thing. You know, I will get the business. Someone will respect that, you know? And like you said, that pseudo side. So, okay, I hear you. You know, and maybe in an hour, once I'm done with my child's soccer game, I'll be able to come and see you or, you know, we'll have this conversation then. Yeah. So, and you can still do it. So it's that fear of losing the client. I think that that's why we're so go, 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 go. And we can still call them back. We can still complete the application and you can have two opinions and you're, you're still there for them in full. Tell me, let's say you hear that you hear, what if I miss this person? Yeah. I would say that our work is working on an abundant mindset versus a scarcity mindset. Because what I heard you describe is what a lot of people go through is a scarcity mindset of if I don't do it this way, I'm going to lose the business. And I, I lived that way for a long time. So I get it. I get it. But some of the work I did in coaching that was so beautiful for me was building my business in a way where I had enough business coming in consistently that if I did need to let that one go, it was fine. It wasn't a big deal. I just couldn't serve them that day. There's no hard feelings. Doesn't mean I don't like them. I just chose to be present on the Saturday, right? Some people, and I tell my clients this all the time too, some people are fine working on Saturdays. We have a client, he actually works at Atlantic Bay and he's like, I'm good on Saturdays. For a couple of hours, I actually love to work and knock some things out. That's awesome. There's nothing wrong with working on the weekend or deciding not to work on the weekend. Here's where I see clients get into this cycle that's unhealthy is they say they're not going to, and then they do anyway. And then they get bitter and then they get resentful. In our community, we talk about emotions like that actually repel business. And so when you get yourself to that place where you're like, I'm so mad, I got to take this phone call and take this application. And when you call the client, you're probably going to repel the business anyway. So it's just better either don't take it or get yourself to a place where you're like, you know what, right now I can't, but I can call you in two hours. Will that be okay? And then get yourself to a place where you're okay talking to them in two hours and you can give them their full attention and you can serve powerfully 
on that call, then you're good. Then you're attracting business, right? But if you make that phone call from resentment, it's going south anyway. And honestly, I mean, if you think about it from an outsider's perspective, and you, like you said, you only pseudo take this application, you are only putting more time on your list because you got to go back, got to go back and ask the questions that if you had just waited and you had taken a full application, then you would have been golden. Eliminate time. Your Saturday would have been well spent. So, wow, that's awesome. So the scarcity versus abundant. I mean, that's huge. And you know, and I know a lot of mortgage bankers do feel that way and they must catch everything and it's just not doable. And then you turn in turn, like you said, you resent or you feel as if you waste 17 years doing something that's made you unhappy or you just did it. And for what? I love that. And I, I think our folks do need to hear that because, you know, we all are all humans at the end of the day. We all have feelings and emotions and getting wrapped up in it and not being present. Like which part is more important? Well, so that's a nice button on that stressor. I think for what you're hearing, tell me more about kind of some of the other pain points that you're hearing as you coach one-on-one with those folks, because whatever it is that you're hearing, I assure you, one of our amazing mortgage bankers at Atlantic Bay is probably feeling. Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, it's different than it was a year ago. Now what we're hearing a lot, um, especially from people who aren't clients yet. So one of my roles in the coaching community is to have clarity calls with people who are considering coaching. And I hear it more from people who aren't yet in our community and haven't been coached yet, but it's, I don't know what to do anymore. All I did for two years was just return phone calls, return phone calls, return phone calls. And all I really had to do was make sure the loan closed and do a good job and business came in the door in a more normal market. And again, I'm using those words deliberately. In a more normal market, they're sitting at their desk wondering what to do. And there's this feeling of dread. There's this feeling of a little bit of incompetency, maybe like, I don't even know what, I don't know how to get business in the door anymore. It's so unsettling for people. And so what we're seeing people need and really crave right now is tell me what to do. Tell me what to do to get business in the door. And I believe truly, we don't have to make this complicated. I believe originators need two systems in their business. They need a system to bring business in the door consistently so they're not on a roller coaster, right? I call it the mortgage roller coaster. Like you're doing what you need to do to get business in the door. Then you're working on those loans. So you stop doing the things that brought the business in the door. And then the next month you're down to the bottom and you're like, crap, I got to do this all over again. They want to know, how do I get off the roller coaster? Um, So we provide a system for that. I think that's what they're craving. And then you need a system to serve those clients that are in the door with excellence so that you don't feel like the wheels are going to fall off. And those are the two things I'm seeing people right now, especially right now, the first one where, what what can I do to get, to re-engage with people, get business back in the door again? And then what I'm finding they need, in addition to that, is just help around the fear of, Taylor, we are being bombarded from every angle, from the news media, from, I mean, everywhere of how awful things are right now. Rates are high. There's no inventory. Like, If we turn on the news, it's just negative, negative, negative. People are in fear because of that. They're believing the story that there aren't any houses for sale and they're never going to make a paycheck again. And that's just not true. It's just not true. We're in a more normal market where it is hard for buyers right now to land offers. That's hard, but there are houses for sale. There are people who need mortgages. And now more than ever, people need mortgage professionals who care about them. 
And if you can show up that way, there's plenty of business to be had. And so I think now two people are just, they're wanting to get tools of how do I, I call it crazy brain. How do I calm down this crazy brain? Right. Because it's telling me that the end is near (laughs) and there's no business for us. And one of the beauties of our coaching community, I think, is being in a community with other people that are looking for, for hope and dealing out hope and showing facts that back up that it, we can be hopeful right now. It's still an amazing industry. You can still make amazing income. It just might not be as much as you made in 2020. And that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's right. Well, Jenny, this was amazing. And multiple nuggets have come out of this. I hope our mortgage bankers kind of shift their mindset into thinking the thing that comes to mind. What was that movie? It's the Christmas movie. He's like, worse. How could it get any worse? You know, oh. yeah. <laughs> now we just need to know how to properly engage with our prospects, our past customers, our referral oh. partners. And then in turn, be the advisor, be the educator, give them hope, show them that there's hope. You know, by doing this, you get that. That is hope. I love this so much. Well, Jenny, tell us how, you know, I'm going to ask you because it's lending forward. How are you lending forward this year? I am stoked about being able to be in this seat where I can help mortgage professionals and real estate agents build businesses that can thrive without them and gives them margin to do the things they love for the people they love. I love coaching mortgage and real estate professionals on how to get that business in the door and then how to map out a plan to have an amazing life and an amazing business. And so I'm lending forward that way by showing people a new way, a way they didn't even think was possible to build a life and business they can love in this industry. Because for so long, I didn't even know it could happen was coached and and made it happen for myself. I just, I want to share that with other people. So that really, really excites me. Well, we love to hear it. And this is a great message. So thank you so much for being on Lending Forward today. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It's been an honor. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to the Lending Forward podcast powered by Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Don't forget to tune in next week and make sure you subscribe to our channel. Remember, we all play a part in Lending Forward. So go lend something forward today.